you could throw a rock and hit a real estate agent. But are they ones that are doing business and know how to negotiate other than just being able to open a lockbox, open a door and write an off? Big difference. This is the Retire Happy Podcast with John Amarino, fiduciary financial advisor at Securus Financial in the San Diego area, and Thomas O'Connell, president of International Financial Advisory Group, Inc. in Rockaway, New Jersey. Together, they'll be keeping retirement happy from coast to coast. Welcome back to another episode of the Retire Happy Podcast. I'm your host on the West Coast, John Amarino, and I am joined by my esteemed co-host on the East Coast, Tommy O'Connell. Tom, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. It's a beautiful day here in uh, sunny San Diego. and uh, Same here out on the East Coast. We finally got some sun and warm weather. Stopped raining and snowing. Uh, baseball starts in three days, so we know spring's here for sure. Yes, yes, we cannot wait. So folks, uh, we have another great show lined up for you today. Uh, we are going to be talking with local real estate advisor extraordinaire, Carlos Gutierrez of Carlos Cell San Diego, which is part of the EXP Realty family. And Carlos is an outstanding real estate advisor. As a matter of fact, he's one of the top three in individual agent productions here in San Diego. And he is all over the internet. This guy has a tremendous, tremendous social following. He's been on the news. Uh, he's been in the newspapers. He does marketing videos, Instagram, Facebook, all over the place. Really always teaching the public about real estate and investing in real estate. And before this extraordinary career, he was the original Monty Montezuma over at San Diego State. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you a friend of mine for over 30 years, Carlos Gutierrez. And today's guest, a real estate agent at Carlos Sells San Diego, it's Carlos Gutierrez. All right. Well, thank you so much, John. Appreciate uh, the time and energy and that uh, beautiful intro. Thank you. Hey, uh, you are um, one of the hardest working people I know. So well-deserved, well-deserved. And I'd like to introduce you to my uh, esteemed co-host, Tom O'Connell. Nice to meet you, Carlos. Tom, on the East Coast. I've heard lots about you. Oh, thank you. And same here. Well, hopefully uh, you guys are going to get a little bit warmer weather out there. It's getting there. It's getting, not quite a San Diego weather, but it, we're, we're getting there now. So. so on today's show, we want to talk about what is going on with interest rates. The Fed has said they're going to raise interest rates six times. And really the effect that that's going to have on you as a potential buyer or seller of real estate. And you know, when, when we look at the interest rates, the interest rates for 30-year fixed mortgages actually started to move higher uh, in late last year. I think uh, in November, they're around 2.89. Now, they're in the mid-fours uh, last week, around 4.4 plus. And I mean, that's a pretty, pretty steep rate, in just a couple, rate increase in just a couple of months. But historically, I mean, you know, we much rather have these rates than the rates we had in the late 90s and whatnot. So- what I would like to start off, Carlos, is saying, 
what does you know what does this mean you know what's your views on the market and what's going on with interest rates well the market's been very strong you know this last year to date uh, we're up you know double digit increases significantly in some areas 16.1% a year to date that's a year from like this last month of March to the March before. So that's a pretty huge increase. Some areas like La Jolla, it's up 42.1% in median sales price. So in San Diego, we don't have a lot of track homes. Some are more, you know, custom homes and very unique homes. Uh, so I can't say the price, you know, here in this area is going to be the same price in another area with, with different style of homes and different areas, busy streets, etc. So pricing is up significantly. Interest rates, how that's going to affect the market is basically it's going to slow it down a little bit in regards to the ability to go up in value. And, you know, everything I list, I'm very conservative in regards to not overpricing the property because more buyers that you have competing for that one home, the opportunity it goes into taking out the other buyers. And I hate to say it that way, but uh, the other buyers that aren't as strong, maybe that are getting an FHA loan. Uh, or a VA, unfortunately, that's going into a condo complex that you know may not be certified a VA. Those other buyers that have more cash, maybe a better credit score, um, have ability to go up above those sales price. So that's what's going to have the haves and the have-nots is what's going on in this market. Then you have cash buyers, and those cash buyers are going to take everybody out because they can just do no contingencies. They don't need to have a loan contingency, appraisal contingency. And, you know, the, the, you can't really compete against cash. I'm going to assume then from what you're telling me or telling us that California, San Diego area is probably a lot similar to where I am, where I have uh, some neighbors over the last few months who've been put their houses on the market. They get about 50 people coming through in a weekend and they're getting uh, 10, 20, 30 percent over what their asking price is. Uh, is that is that really because now people are in the process of really uh, buying these uh, properties because they know their interest rates are going up? Or do, is there a real reason for these uh, uh, value increases in the properties? Uh, you pretty much stated it right there in regards to interest rates are going up. There's a couple other factors as well. Uh, historically, even though we're in the upper threes and fours, and I'm a real estate agent, so I can't really talk rates. You, know, you could talk to my wife, who is a lender. However, they're still historically low, if you really look at it. You know, when I bought my first house, I got, I want to say they were in the eights and nines. So that's double what we're paying right now. It's crazy. Right. So with that stated, also, the biggest factor is, is that we're seeing America is short about 5 million homes that builders can't make up the difference. So we're still in a shortage of homes. And a couple of key points is some 12.3 million American households were formed from January 2012 to about 2020, of 2021 that is. But just 7 million single family homes were built during that time. So that's about a 5 million home disparity. So single family home construction is running at probably the lowest rate it's been since 1995. That's when all the regulations started coming in. In like San Diego, though, there's less big plots of land to build those planned developments. Um, however, you know, prices of everything's gone up, gone down, but now up, inflation's up, so everything's through the roof. But the biggest part is the red tape to be able to build, especially in San Diego specifically. There's so much cost that goes into it in years of planning just to be able to build certain developments throughout San Diego. So the biggest thing is that 
that is where the focus needs to be is really streamlining being able to build but you've got a lot of you know nimbies out there that not in my backyard um and the pricing just gets so crazy that you know it's going to be supply and demand wow red tape tommy another one of our favorite the the bureaucrats oh, yeah. getting in the way and just making everything just more messed up <laughs> well we can go on to that one you know we're they're trying to pass some stuff now like we're still in a state of emergency in san diego so they're tr- they've how many they've gone 700 in some days that it was supposed to be two weeks to slow the curve something like that to flatten the curve now we're about 720 some days uh into this and you think about what happened with the rent moratorium which basically they took away you know you didn't have to pay your rent um you know we're going to give you free money what happens then you're like people don't want to work they feel that they don't have to work so they're not going to go out and really take care of the things they need to and they're looking at the landlords to pay and make up for that you know which is crazy but they provide great housing however now people may not have the income to be able to now afford to get a loan and especially you know the cost of housing now and especially in san diego i mean i think the average home in america is probably still about 275 to 325 thousand dollars I mean, the average home here is about $880,000 in San Diego. So it's a big, big disparity. So on on that side of the aisle, uh, maybe uh, the residential is a little bit more your expertise. But, you know, when you say there's a moratorium and that the homeowners or the the renters are looking to the landlords. Now, the landlords still had to pay their property taxes. The landlords still had to pay the mortgages on those buildings. Do you think we're going to see some type of blowback? on the commercial side or on the multi-home or multi-family uh, building assets, you know, because, because of that? Yeah, you're, in San Diego, they're trying to build more, you know, especially in this Marana district here. They're going up, you know, huge in regards to meaning up above the normal height limit. Um, it's to be able to do more infill where you don't need as much parking, et cetera, in San Diego, long as, as long as you have transportation. You have, you know, the MTS, you have the buses, you have the trolleys, and those types of things are trying to do more infill in San Diego compared to the single family building we just we've run out of land basically we're out to the mountains we've got the ocean we got the border here to the south into the north it's pretty much camp pendleton so for san diego specifically uh yes we've run out of that space per se and they're going to have to go up in kind of the village's theme in regards to building up the condos in which there's so much red tape though still to build those out so it just takes years and years and years to go through all that yeah now, Carlos, I want to go right back to individual housing. So, you know, we th- this is a show that's geared towards a lot of pre-retirees and retirees. So, in this market right now, and and even potentially, you know, with some interest rate hikes in the future, is it better to be a seller, a buyer, or or both? Kind of take us from the viewpoint of of both and what we should what they should expect. Uh, that's a great question. However, everybody's different. So everybody has different goals, motivations in different places. Are they retiring? Are they pre-retiring? Are they still in their growth method of trying to still acquire more uh, properties? And, you know, you take a look at it with the pricing that's gone so high, that needs to be made up with the rent. Uh, we're dealing with a lot of people with a lot of money doing 1031 tax exchange. And if you're dealing with the type of clientele that are listening to the show, they know what a 1031 is. However, there's some people that are taking advantage of that deferred sales trust, the DSTs as well, where they don't want to go back into real estate. 
So they want to be able to have their income and not have to hit get that big capital gain hit. That's what I'm dealing with a lot of my sellers that are saying, great, now I can sell my house that I've owned for five, 10 years. It's doubled in value. However, what's the government going to do now? Kind of extortion, really, to a point. They're going to get a huge capital gain hit. We're not only talking 50, 60,000. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars on the sale that the government's going to have their hand out and say, give me your money. There's a lot of people that work very hard for their money and they don't want to give it away. So they're going to hold it. They may refinance, take some money out if they need, but they're just going to continue to hold. And especially with the low property taxes that they, if they've owned that property for 10 plus years, uh, they're going to be holding on to that even more because if they have to go buy something else, the property tax in San Diego, like 1.1 and a quarter, you know, on a $2 million property, you know, you're paying 20 to $22,000 a year in property taxes. That's almost a mortgage payment for some. Right, right. Which which is a, a conversation I've had with quite a few clients here who would love to downsize, but the actual cost of the downsizing is going to be more um, than keeping their bigger home and, and even paying for the upkeep. Very true. So, you know, it's really what's the motivation and what is the benefit for the client? And everybody is completely different. So as an advisor like myself, I'm trying to help people not only gain wealth in real estate, however, retain it and continue with contained legacy wealth for their families and their generations down the road. That's awesome. That's all. we uh, John and I talk about legacy planning a lot in our program. Um, Good. You know, I, I, a couple things that you that you hit on are very similar here in New Jersey. Uh, I, I think the main reason why people are moving out of the communist state of New Jersey uh, is because of the high taxes. I, I think the average property tax in New Jersey is somewhere around twelve to fifteen thousand uh, dollars a year. Yeah. So, like, so like you were saying, Carlos, for a lot of people, that's mortgages almost. Um, but here we also have a, an exit tax penalty. So if you're, if you're selling your house and moving out of state, you have a choice. Uh, you can p either pay 8.97% of the pr uh, tax on the profit of the sale of your house or 2% of the total <clears throat> selling price. And you have to pay that up front to the communists who run the state. Yeah. And my question, when you have to pay that kind of extortion tax fee, I want to know where is that money going to? Um, with, to the politicians, to the bureaucrats, just trying to keep their thumb on <laughs> on the people. So it's it's nuts um, to a point. However, I don't blame them. You know, we have a lot of people leaving the commie California as well. Uh, unfortunately, um, however, the patriots that are here, hardworking, that believe in this city, this state, are staying and fighting because it's something worth fighting for. So I would agree that it's worth fighting for. Um, so I, I I don't want anybody to take uh, you know my commentary the wrong way. I totally agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. And but now you know the reality of it is again for retirees whether you know I'm seeing a couple issues with with clients leaving. I'm doing Microsoft Teams conferences with clients in in Tennessee, Arizona, Texas, Washington, and they're leaving for a couple reasons. Number one, just the costs. And, you know, from a, and we're talking from a financial standpoint that, you know, just the cost of living in San Diego, uh, the yep. gas prices, the electric prices, everything. But then number two, the family structure, what, what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, the Calex, it, it has it has a, a tearing effect that even my family is going through. Right. My my wife's her whole family is now moving out to Arizona where they can live more affordably. And, and her parents are looking to retire 
out of state so they can have a higher higher comfort of living. And so if you can afford to live out here, but your grandkids are moving away and you want to be closer to them, that's really forcing a lot of people to move out also. Very true. There's several reasons why people, you know, are selling and that's one of them. So uh, is because they want to move closer to their kids and their grandkids. And I deal a little bit in the higher end. So with that, you know, they've owned their real estate for a while and they want to live closer to their kids and they may want to sell the big house and then downsize to maybe a condo if they want to still be here in San Diego and then buy whatever they're going to buy out there. So I have a couple of people doing that now, you know, that own real estate here in San Diego, even though they do live in the villages in, in Florida. They're looking to buy a place out in uh, Ocean City, Maryland, you know, to live closer to their, you know, to their grandkids and their nephews that have kids, et cetera, et cetera. It's very important, you know. So, Carlos, I think probably this question will will work for either coast. Um, what are some of the pitfalls that uh, or, or common mistakes that you find people are making when they do that, when they're trying to downsize or move <clears throat> out of state or move to a, a, a location that isn't within their general area? What are some of the things that people either aren't thinking about or they're just not aware of? Well, it depends, you know, and I always tell people before you do anything, you should talk to your uh, financial advisor or your CPA if you have one. And some of the clients that I'm dealing with that, you know, have a lot of gain. They should be talking to those people and getting advice from them because I'd love to sell your property. However, if it's not going to benefit you financially, number one, and then, um, you know, realistically, number two, is that maybe you should keep it and rent it out. And, you know, if you have enough money to be able to buy something there or go and rent where you want to maybe move instead of selling this because it's going to be tough to get back in. And especially for those people that have owned that real estate for a while because they're looking at losing their Prop 13, you know, property taxes. So that's a big deal for a lot of people and especially that may be uh, retirees, et cetera, the type of clientele that's going to listen to this podcast and they really need to think about it a little bit. But if, hey, if they're saying we're moving and we're not coming back, good riddance, then hey, let's go. Let's, I'm all in. 110%, let's get you the best possible price in terms and what you need it in to fit into your schedule, Mr. Seller, Mrs. Seller, and let's get going. So the pitfalls though would be financially that way, not pre-planning. Also is let me connect you with a top agent in that area to make sure that you know, you're dealing with someone that is a strategist uh, or strategy because, you know, dealing with buyers and dealing with sellers are totally different. There's a marketing strategy in selling and listing property. And there's a different strategy when you're negotiating on the buy side and especially with the crazy market now. So, you know, what's your buyer really looking for? Are they dealing with a top agent that knows how to negotiate? Because you know what? Hey, guys, everybody has a real estate license. You could throw a rock and hit a real estate agent. But are they ones that are doing business and know how to negotiate other than just being able to open a lockbox, open a door and write an offer? Big difference. Yeah, and and I would I and after seeing some of your material, know how to really market. Uh, I mean, the stuff you do is amazing with, you know, the flyovers and all that that you've done. I mean, I think, uh, you know, you definitely Justin and what I've seen of you online and following you, you know, you could tell that you position your sellers in a phenomenal position to sell that house at, at top dollar. Very much so. Thank you. And, you know, people, when I'm listing their property, you know, they think they're just going to hire Joe Blow to sell it. Well, there's a little bit more of a strategy that goes behind that, putting a sign up, 
making some calls, put on the MLS and pray that it sells. There's more strategy that goes into that coming soon, making sure that the property looks amazing from the curb appeal to the interior, to the photos, to the video, to the Matterport, to then the drone. And then the marketing plan has to go out to the masses. Because again, guys, anybody could throw it on Zillow. And I deal with for sale by owners all the time going, hmm, let me ask, if there's a way that I could make you more money, even though you're gonna pay a full commission, would you be open to that? And they just are worried about paying a commission other than going, well, maybe if I'm going to sell at this high price, maybe I want a professional. If I'm going to go to court, do I want a lawyer to protect me? Well, if I've got a diagnosis, do I want a second opinion? Uh, you know, uh, if I got a medical issue, um, if my car, is, there's something happening, do I want a professional to look at it? You're going to get what you pay for. And there's a lot of people out there that do not believe in that, which I'm okay with that. Hey, that's your decision. However, I want to work with the people that really want the best possible service provided and get the best result. And that's yeah. the most important to me. Yeah. And, you know, Carlos, I think, uh, and, th- and that's one reason why you're on our show, because your your values with all that stuff align so much. And, you know, Tommy and I, we want to deliver massive value to our clients. And we, we see the same thing every day, right? We get the, the, the people who come in, whether it's they're the do-it-yourselfer with Vanguard or, or they have a, a broker and who's, oh, we're just paying 1%. Well, what are you paying 1% for? Just investments? Mm-hmm. You understand that we're not only doing investments, we're doing you know, income planning, investment planning, tax planning, estate planning, you know, Medicare, social security planning. The, the value there is so much more because, yeah, investments are great, they're important, but they're actually a little slice of the pie of life that goes on for True. retirees. And, and we're bringing uh, the experts that we need that we're not, we don't have an expertise in. So we're bringing in people like Carlos, Mauro, uh, Mark DiOrio, you know, some of the other guests that we've had in, in other areas where, hey, we're not, you know, we're not it. We're not the guy with the answer. So these guys are on our team, though. And it doesn't cost you anything for us to be able to call Carlos and ask him some questions about selling your house or something of that nature or setting up an appointment to meet with Carlos or, or have a conversation with him on the phone, right? That you said, Carlos said something about throwing a rock. I always say you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a financial advisor around here, <laughs> right? Uh, so, so it's kind of similar, but at the end of the day, you have to ask that question, you know, what's the value I'm getting out of that? Yeah. Yeah. And 110%. And Carlos, you, you had said something about, you know, when, when you're talking about people moving away, in your opinion, with the people that have moved out of state, have you had any of those mulligans, those people that said, man, I really made a bad decision and now they're coming back? Have you been seeing that? And if so, why? I have not with any of my clients. And I do not hear of that much at all. And, you know, I'm, I'm paying attention now of why people are moving, where they're going to be moving. And you got the five red states that a lot are moving to. As we know, Arizona, Utah, Idaho, uh, Texas, uh, Texas, and Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina are right in there. So those are the seven. However, those are the, those are the, the main ones that people are moving to that I'm speaking to mostly from San Diego. Um, however, people are moving all over the country for certain reasons, and they've always moved. However, we're just paying attention more now from everything that's kind of come out with the covers kind of being pulled with this 
pandemic so-called that happened and all the craziness going on, we're starting to see why, you know, and you're having a lot of people that aren't going to put up with the bull. They want to be what they grew up with. And especially with our conservative views here in San Diego, and there's a lot of them out here still, they just don't, they're not as boisterous and they're just saying, Hey, had enough. I'm paying way too high taxes. I'm paying, you know, uh, um, a sunshine tax. And maybe I'm going to go to another place that has that and maybe not the best weather, but my son and daughter live there in, you know, Florida or live in Texas or Arizona, whatever the case is. And I'll travel back. So, right. Yeah. All right. So let's run this last scenario. Your retiree clients, they're going to move to, let's say, Arizona from, from California here. What are some of the things that before they make that move, and you're really trying to help them, right? You're not just trying to sell because that's not the type of of person you are. You're trying to help them make an educated decision. What are some of the things that you're going to really tell them to focus on? And, and let's say they have, they're going to have a, a, a capital gain on that house of $1.2 million, and they're just going from primary residence to primary residence. Well, one of the things I would do is have you talk to your financial advisor. Number two is if they could do a Prop 6090, which basically allows you in some states to move your property tax basis over to another area. Um, in some states will allow that. Prop 6090 allows you to move your property tax basis to a property equal to or less than what you sold your primary residence for. And this is only for primary residents. So Arizona, I would say, have you been over there? Have you uh, located an agent and what part? And um, have you spent any time there? And they'll say, yes, no. In Arizona, probably they have. I'm going to say, I'm going to highly recommend you're going to talk to my friend Jason Penrose, who's a top agent in Arizona. And if he can't help you in one of the areas, he's going to know another agent that can. Because I trust him and I believe in him and he sells a lot of real estate and he's a master negotiator. So you're going to work with him and then you're going to take a trip out there and you're going to see to see what area you want to be in and making sure we can find your home within the time that we're going to sell your home. So it's an easy transition. That's what I'm going to sit down and talk to them first about over a phone call probably and then find out more of their motivation and how quickly they, they want to make that happen. One thing that you said that stood out for me because it's I've had some uh, do overs, right? And it, have you spent time in that area? That's a huge mm -hmm. question to ask because you know mm -hmm. here in Jersey we're not we have some rural areas, but mostly it's suburban or or city like living. And so when you grow up in Jersey and then you move down to the Outer Banks of North Carolina or Kiwa Island in South Carolina or some you know uh, uh, Tampa Bay of uh, Florida, it's a different lifestyle. And I've had mm -hmm. people come back and say, hey, you know, it, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. All my friends who are down there said it was going to be this or that or the other thing. It, and it's not that. And I can't, you know, it's just not the, my lifestyle. So one of the things I always tell people is, hey, you got to spend time there. Rent for six months. See if you mm -hmm. like the place before you, before that's because selling your house and moving your life, that's a big decision. Yeah, or at least get an Airbnb and spend a week there, you know, before you're going to really make that decision. So and I, I would think that most people would. However, that's some of the stuff that I would ask them. And it's all about motivation. Here, you know, I'm a salesperson, number one, number two, and number three. However, you can't make somebody do something unless they're highly motivated. Right. So that is really what is that and how can I help you? That's the question that we need to ask our clients. And providing that top-notch service is listening to them to understand what they want 
and how we can give them that service. So that's as our profession is what we need to do and upgrade that um, more. And it's basically what's important and how can we help provide that service for you? And if it's moving, it's a big deal. And it's usually going to be around a job or a better lifestyle uh, or family. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Carlos, uh, you know, we really, you know, enjoyed getting your expertise. And if any one of our listeners out, Carlos, I know you're just in San Diego, but you have a network of advisors throughout the nation, right? Yes, sir. So it doesn't matter if you're in San Diego. If you have questions and, and, you know, Carlos knows people throughout this nation, Carlos, how can you help our listeners, if they're they're looking for a phenomenal real estate advisor, well, friends, you know, I'm going to basically ask a couple questions of where it's going to be, what's important to you in that area, uh, have you found an area and price point, and then what I'm going to do is I'm coached by Mike Ferry and the Mike Ferry organization, which he's probably the number one real estate coach in the world. Uh, he's got you know not only here, Canada, uh, Italy, uh, France, and Dubai now, and Russia. Basically, we learn a system and we have agents all over the country. So there's agents usually everywhere. Whatever you're going to get from what I do here, specifically at a high level, you're going to get over in Ocean City, Maryland, or down in New Jersey with Jeff Quentin down there and the Jersey Shore uh, all over. You can reach me at carlosgsellssandiego.com. That's Carlos G. Sells, like I sell it, S E L L S, San Diego. Dot com and then or 858-864-8741. Reach out. You can look me up anyway. I'd be um, happy to help in any way. And you just share with what you're looking for and we'll match you up with who's going to benefit you. We want everybody to win in this lifestyle. And uh, that's what it is. Uh, living in a beautiful home, wherever it's at, you want to call it home. Right. And Carlos, uh, one other thing. Where else can they find you on the internet? Because you've got some phenomenal videos and not just real estate stuff, but other videos kind of like what we're doing where you're trying to add value in your network. Yeah, it's uh, Carlos Nonstop on Twitter, Carlos Nonstop on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, Carlos Gutierrez San Diego. And uh, yeah, and you can go to my website and you can have all my, uh, you can find all my links there as well. And we're trying to always upgrade the content, not just make it always about, you know, business, business and try to lighten it up and have a good time as well. Because if we're not smiling and have a good time, life isn't that important then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you got to have that joy and that peace of mind. And I know you also do a lot of stuff, you know, in, in the past, you've done long bike rides for a Challenge Athletes Federation or Foundation, and, you know, you, you've done a lot. So, you know, I appreciate you taking time because Carlos nonstop, that's no joke, folks. I mean, I will text, we, I will be texting with Carlos like at 6 a.m. And this guy truly is nonstop, total high energy and just a phenomenal business professional, but also a human being. So Carlos, I, I appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, sharing your expertise with us. And thank you. And thank you to the listeners and just reach out anything we could do to help. We're always here to help. Thanks, Carl. So it's been a pleasure speaking with you. It really has. Both of you guys. Take care. Folks, that was uh, Carlos Gutierrez. And that's going to wrap up today's show. Our next show is going to be right after tax day. We're going to have a great special uh guest where we're going to be talking to those high income business owners about how you can reduce your tax bill. So until next time, have that peace of mind, retire happy, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. 
It's easy to get in touch with John and Thomas. If you're more on the West Coast, give John a call at 858-935-6210. That's 858-935-6210. Or go online to gosecurus.com. That's gosecurus.com. If you're more of an East Coaster, then call Thomas, 973-394-0623. That's 973-394-0623. And online at internationalfinancial.com. That's internationalfinancial.com. And you can, of course, always just check the description or the show notes section of today's show for all that contact information. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll see you next time on the Retire Happy Podcast. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM, Securus Financial, and International Financial Advisory Group are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by John Iamarino, Thomas O'Connell, and guests on this show are their own and are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subjects covered.